This is a WTOP original podcast. From Podcast One. Coming up in this episode of Target USA. Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny back in Russia, back in prison. But somehow he may have the upper hand on Russian President Vladimir Putin. Putin was not prepared for Navalny returning to uh, uh, to Russia. He thought that uh, the threat of uh, putting him to prison forever would be sufficient to keep uh, Navalny out. It's a well-known fact that Vladimir Putin's enemies often die in Russian intelligence or Russian law enforcement custody. But Navalny was clever, making a simple statement when he was arrested that may save his life. When he was arrested, the first thing he said to the people around him was, and I'm not going to commit suicide in prison. So that if anything happens to Navalny in prison, the officials cannot claim that it was suicide, as they so often do. A look at the full story behind Navalny's arrest, what it means for Russia, and what it means for the relationship between the U.S. and Russia. Coming up on this edition of Target USA. The National Security Podcast. From WTOP in Washington, D.C., this is Target USA. Russia could render huge harm to this country. North Korea's secret missile. Capable of reaching the whole of the United States. Dangerous terrorist. D.C. is repeatedly mentioned as someplace they would like to seek an attack. Cyber criminals. Decryption successful. America has a target on its back. And on this program, we investigate the threats, the people behind them, the agencies fighting them, and the impact on you. This is Target USA. The National Security Podcast. I'm J.J. Green. A lot of people were surprised by Alexei Navalny's return to Russia after being poisoned by Russian intelligence and then being medevaced to Germany for treatment. That single act according to some, have elevated him to a status that's on par with the late Nelson Mandela and with Lech Walesa. He risked death to make a broader statement to the people of Russia. And on this episode of Target USA, Anders Osland, a senior fellow at the Atlantic Council who spent years looking into Russia's inner workings, says Navalny's return may be an even bigger moment than we expected. I think that this is a big thing. Uh, that uh, it's not full war between the opposition and uh, the Kremlin. Uh, Putin declared it by trying to poison Navalny to death. And Navalny uh, took the gauntlet and uh, returned to Russia, although it was perfectly clear that Putin would uh, uh, put him into jail. And uh, Navalny then took uh, the actions He called for mass protests. He got them in more than 100 cities around the countries. He called for uh, sanctioning of 35 top uh, Russian people. And in particular, he issued uh, the film about Putin's palace that has now been seen by more than 106 million people. The situation today with this arrest um, seems to me Putin is nervous, right? Indeed. So you can say that Putin was not prepared for Navalny returning to uh, uh, to Russia. He thought that uh, the threat of uh, putting him to prison forever would be sufficient to keep uh, Navalny out. 
And when Navalny returned, Putin did not know how to, uh, to act. Normally, Putin acts slowly and deliberately. He takes his time and he waits for protest to pass. So what Navalny has instead done is that he has acted with fast uh, escalation on uh, all the fronts available uh, to him. He has managed to get an extraordinary amount of publicity all over the world uh, with his uh, actions. And of course, uh, Navalny is very uh, courageous. And then Putin looks uh, as a coward and he looks weak. Navalny said some things during his sentencing that uh, put Putin on the spot, possibly to provoke uh, Putin. How far will Putin go in your in your in your assessment? I think that it's rather that uh, Navalny puts uh, uh, Putin in a defensive uh, spot. So the, the key phrase uh, today uh, was that he said that uh, Putin will be known as uh, Vladimir the underwear poisoner, which is so devastating. And uh, also when he was arrested. Uh, the first thing he said to the people around him was, and I'm not going to commit suicide in prison. So that if anything happens to Navalny in prison, uh, the officials cannot claim that it was suicide, as they so often do. Mm. So um, how, was, how, did this, how, does this, how does this situation that Putin is in now compare to where he's been before and what he, what he could have been in? I think that this is the right question. This is very different. So Putin is now in a corner. What do you do in a corner? You use uh, force. And Putin has previously been very skillful. Russia today has uh, slightly more than 200 political prisoners, which is not very much for a big repressive state. So Putin is usually uh, using money and information rather than uh, uh, real uh, violence. But now during the last uh, two Sundays, we have seen several thousand people each Sunday being arrested. This is more than we have uh, uh, seen before. And the repression is uh, 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 getting tougher. And if you are not allowing any safety valve, then you you get more people who are angry. Okay. um, Before I ask my next question, I'd like to ask a favor, if I might, if you could possibly turn off your notifications there because i'm hearing the the bell yeah so, I, I i'm not quite sure how i do it so okay. I, I understand what you're saying but i don't quite know how it functions i see it, uh, i need to change the settings so. oh, i see i see then let's let's proceed then yeah um, so i apologize that's okay let me just ask this of you then um the U.S. has um, been very stark with 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 Russia and the, the president President Biden speaking to Putin. I think it was a week or so ago, um, reminded him about a number of things that Russia had done to the U.S., including the election meddling, including the bounties against U.S. troops, and of course the Navalny poisoning and other situations. You know the investigations into. Uh, activities by Russian intelligence. So more pressure is being put on Russia today. Is it likely in your your opinion that Russia would uh, essentially do something devastating or hard for the U.S. to stomach or to swallow? 
Uh, you know, there are people in Russian custody like Paul Whelan and other uh, other people. There are other options for them. Do you think they would take any of those options? No, on the contrary. I think that uh, Putin withdraws when he sees that people are standing up uh, uh, to him. So uh, my view is that this is the right uh, policy to uh, to handle the Kremlin, uh, stand up uh, against them. And remember that all of these arrests, uh, there are three Americans arrested now in uh, 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 Moscow. And when were they arrested? under Donald Trump, who never complained about any of his uh, treatments. And Donald Trump never stood up to Putin, and therefore he didn't get anything from uh, Putin, while uh, uh, Biden is tough on Russia. Uh, Remember that he became vice president under Obama after he had stood up uh, against Russia uh, on the war in Georgia in August uh, uh, 2008. So President Biden has very much uh, a standing as uh, a hardliner on Russia. And uh, that can also be said of Anthony Blinken and uh, Jake Sullivan, not to mention nominated under Secretary of uh, State uh, uh, Victoria Newland. So this is an administration that knows Russia very well. And that is pretty tough on Russia. If Putin retreats, does that mean Navalny gets out of jail, out of prison? Um, And if Navalny gets out of prison, what message does that send to people about Putin? And will Putin just shrink off into the sunset? Or is this going to become a tug of war? I think that what uh, Navalny wants is steady escalation, a tug of war. What Putin wants is that things uh, calm down. And uh, I think that uh, the general perception now is that Navalny will uh, stay in prison as long as uh, Putin uh, can manage. But Navalny has now become uh, the correspondence of Nelson Mandela or uh, Lech Wałęsa in, in Poland, a person who stands up uh, against the authorities and who has become the sole uh, symbolic uh, leader, which is a very difficult situation for, uh, for Putin. There is no alternative opposition uh, leader today. There is only uh, Navalny. So Putin's hope is that things calm down, that the protests uh, stop. Navalny wants them to uh, cause as much trouble as possible. That means that Navalny uh, wants more top Russian officials to be sanctioned, and uh, he wants more protests. These are the two uh, weapons he has, apart from the media, of course. He's extraordinarily good at uh, creating Uh, media publicity, as he has done uh, now for a long time. Earlier today, you said to me, Putin now has little choice but to opt for full repression, which will suffocate Russian society. Do you think he will do that? Or do you think what you just said, that he will retreat? No, I think that Putin will opt for full repression, but he, that he hopes that this will uh, stop the protest. What does so, what does full repression look like? Good question. Uh, what we are seeing now: ever more people being arrested, and since the uh, protests are very peaceful. Uh, It's uh, difficult to uh, justify using a lot of violence, but uh, the police are now using a bit more violence uh, than they have done. 
before, uh, I wouldn't exaggerate, nobody has been killed in these uh, protests. Well, there have been uh, a few hundred thousand uh, people out uh, protesting. So the police have so far maintained a reasonable uh, discipline in comparison, for example, with Belarus, where several people have been killed. Are there other parts of this story that we haven't discussed? Um, you mentioned Belarus. Of course, there is a Ukraine problem. Uh, and, you know, there are as well, as you mentioned, three Americans that are in U.S. or rather Russian custody. Can you characterize how you think that situation with the Americans might turn out? Because, as you mentioned, they were all taken during President Donald Trump's tenure and you know, nothing took place, not a thing. Um, any of that likely to change? Well, one of them, Michael Calvi, the businessman, is right now in, uh, in a court proceeding. And my suspicion is that he will be let go uh, in order to ease the pressure. If you have a problem with uh, uh, the, the people at home, then you try to be nicer uh, abroad. And the U.S. and Russia have just concluded the New START uh, agreement, or rather prolonged it uh, for five years, which has attracted almost uh, no attention. So I think that uh, for uh, the Biden team, now it's a, a matter of pre uh, pressuring Putin get uh, uh, these Americans who are imprisoned in, in Russia out. And I think it would be relatively easy uh, to get uh, uh, that done. We have the big question of Nord Stream 2, the Russian uh, gas pipeline through the Baltic Sea from uh, Ru uh, Russia to Germany. Uh, in all probability, it will not be completed because of the uh, uh, US sanctions that were adopted at the end of last year together with uh, uh, a defense bill. And that, I think, will be pretty firm. And uh, the German government should just uh, say, OK, uh, uh, we understand what, uh, uh, what you are doing and uh, support that uh, action. And then we have a, a sanctioning of people. The, uh, Navalny uh, sent out this list of 35 people who should be sanctioned, uh, eight of them as soon as possible. And these are two top Kremlin oligarchs, uh, two princelings, um, and uh, uh, two uh, money bagmen for uh, Putin, the uh, uh, Minister of Healthcare, who tried to get Navalny uh, killed, and a uh, top uh, propagandist. I think it would be quite natural if both the European Union and the US uh, uh, had these people uh, sanctioned now. And that's what I would actually expect. While uh, to undertake broader sanctions will probably take more time. If something does happen to Navalny while he's in prison, um, what then is the recourse for the U.S. and the West? More sanctions. And I think that it's personal sanctions and financial sanctions. And the big weakness uh, that uh, Russia has is that there's $1 trillion of private Russian money abroad. And this is essentially dark uh, money hidden in uh, uh, offshores. And uh, perhaps one quarter of this is held by Putin and his uh, closest uh, cronies. This money should in any case be uh, uh, exposed. 
uh, made fully tra- transparent, and that will be a big deal uh, for Putin and uh, and his people. How does that help the folks who uh, Navalny represents, the little guy, the little woman, who, if anything did happen to him, would lose that person who has been at the forefront of their um, their movement? Because as things might uh, transpire if something does happen to him in prison uh you know sanctions happen the russians have waited out s- sanctions before um a presidential administration in the u.s does not remain in power forever although there was an attempt to do that not too long ago um so i guess the question i'd ask you then is 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 it most important right now to make sure that nothing happens to Navalny? Well, how do you do that? By uh, imposing sanctions, uh, by standing up to Putin so that he understands that the cost of uh, going further will uh, be be very big. And uh, the the traditional uh, procedure of sanctions is uh, that one step after the other is taken. Uh, Since the West imposed serious sanctions on Russia, in 2014, Russia's uh, 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 foreign credits have sharply re- uh, reduced, and uh, uh, Russia's economy has not grown since 2014. Uh, the disposable personal incomes have fallen by 18%. So Russia is uh, in a bad state economically. And Putin looks as if he couldn't care less about it. So uh, this means that this is a fundamental weakness that we don't uh, discuss much because it's not dramatic, but it's uh, a steady underlying condition. So the protest will continue and the protest will get bigger. Would you uh, concur with that? Well, it's always difficult to maintain a strong protest, but uh, we have seen now in Belarus that uh, the Belarusians have maintained a strong protest since August when the presidential elections there were stolen from them. And um, the Russians, of course, know very well what is happening in uh, the very close neighboring uh, state. And I think that this will uh, be, a, be a pattern. Uh, and generally, if you look up on the world from uh, Moscow today, it looks bad. In uh, Belarus, uh, Putin's closest ally, uh, President Lukashenko, is on his way out. We don't know how soon. In uh, uh, Armenia, his uh, uh, former uh, ally lost out uh, uh, two years ago. And uh, now Armenia lost a war against Azerbaijan that is not close to uh, to, to Russia. Uh, Russia has lost uh, pretty much uh, uh, Ukraine, Moldova, and uh, uh, Georgia. So Russia is increasingly a country that either has trouble in its uh, allied st- uh, states or has l- uh, lost out. So the world looks pretty bad, and more or less all these countries are stagnant uh, uh, economically. It doesn't look good at all from Moscow. All right, Anders. Thank you so much for your time, and uh, I appreciate you um, explaining uh, all of this uh, to us today. Are there any things you'd like to add that I haven't asked you about that you think are important? Uh, 
No, I think that is the last aspect that I mentioned, how bad the world looks uh, or the neighborhood looks from Moscow, that this is quite important. Mm-hmm. So that uh, Russia is, uh, is really on the defensive now, and therefore uh, action from the West can be all, all the more effective. Of course, uh, Nord Stream 2, as I mentioned, that is quite important. Well, Anders Osland, thank you so much. I appreciate your time. Thank you very much, AJ. Nice to talk to you. Nice to talk You're to you. Welcome anytime. That's it for this episode of Target USA. Next week, we're going to take a look at tracking down those people involved in the Capitol riot. It's a difficult proposition, especially considering many of them are headed to encrypted apps as a place to gather. In the meantime, if you have any questions or comments about the program, send me an email at jgreen at wtop.com. That's jgreen at whiskey tango oscar papa. That's the letter J, the color green at wtop.com. Also, please subscribe to our podcast if you will. If you want to, you can follow us on Twitter. We're at TUSA Podcast. Also, if you want more information about national security, you can sign up for our newsletter. We're at WTOP.com slash alerts. I'm J.J. Green, and this is Target USA. The National Security Podcast. Hey, this is TV personality Eric Bowling And NFL Hall of Famer Brett Favre. We're coming together for a new weekly podcast. Everyone, you got to subscribe. Bowling with Favre from politics, sports, finance, culture, nothing off the tables, maybe even a Kardashian comment. <laughs> One of the disappointing things of the whole Trump administration was when he left office and pardoned 143 people, the Tiger King didn't get a pardon. I mean, are you kidding me? <laughs> I watched one episode, by the way. He was a good guy. He just, was he, though? I don't know. I liked him a lot more than Carol Baskin. <laughs> Get new shows every week from Podcast One and LiveByLive.com. Old friends, great stories, intriguing conversation on Bowling with Far. We may talk a little hunting. That's your neck of the woods, Brad. And, bi- and biking. And biking and hiking. So subscribe now on the Podcast One app, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, LiveByLive.com, and everywhere you get your favorite podcasts. A cold Maryland hospital, an admired woman. All of the nurses were very fond of her. A gruesome murder and a family devastated. It was the worst night of my life. I'm D.C. crime reporter Paul Wagner. Join me as I investigate a 23-year-old cold case with a twist you will never forget. Sherry Crown, who actually almost predicted her demise. Murder in a Safe Place. Season 2 of WTOP's award-winning American Nightmare podcast series launches February 22nd. Listen to the full trailer and subscribe today on Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, stay tuned for the latest headlines from the Associated Press.